This is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast. I am him, J-I-G. Subscribe, rate, and review. Amazon, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast. Check us out. Remember, we got the Instagram at That Guy Jig. And that's going to be for all show information, bet slips, and just general That Guy Jig stuff. But did you watch it? Did you watch history? We had history, folks. The first time since 2004, back-to-back NFL Super Bowl world champions, the Kansas City Chiefs have done it. Now, will they get a three-peat? Now, this is a question that, 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 that needs answers. This offseason is going to be very big for the Chiefs because I'm here to tell you, this is probably a Pat Mahomes' three chips. Three, yes, three championships, folks. And this is probably the least talented of an offensive arsenal he's ever had. So if the Chiefs can add some people, if they can get some more talent for agency, if they can get some, if they can draft, uh, keep drafting good, this is going to be very interesting. He's in a class of his own, folks. He's in a class by himself. Three of the last five championships have went to the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes joins Tom Brady and Joe Montana as quarterbacks with three championships. He's one of five. But guys, listen, he's by himself. When we start talking NFL quarterbacks, there is no number one. Number one is done. Number one is taken. It's retired until further notice. It's going to be interesting to see if he can keep up with the longevity. See, because Brady has seven championships, folks. He's seven out of ten. And in two of those Super Bowls, it took a miraculous play to knock him out. But what I'm saying is, is this right here. If Patrick Mahomes can stay healthy and stay with the longevity of Tom Brady, we will be looking at a new GOAT. We will be looking at a new best quarterback of all time. If he's able to stay healthy, if he's able to play the amount of years Tom Brady played. We must remember, Tom Brady played a very long time in the NFL. It's going to take health and longevity, as, long, as well as keeping this skill set. Keep in mind, Kelsey, probably, Kelsey said he'll be back next year. Travis said he'll be back next year. Andy Reid will be back next year. But eventually you will lose Kels. Eventually Travis will retire. If it's not next year, it could be the year after that. It's a very interesting situation for the Chiefs. And this is a very interesting situation for us as sports fans. Because I'm here to tell you, let's just say... Patrick Mahomes goes off and wins more championships than Tom Brady. I will defend Patrick Mahomes with all my might. See, I I was too young. I was too young for Michael Jordan. I don't I don't like the Lakers. So I can never really get behind the Kobe Bean Bryant train. And then still, I, you know, I missed a lot of his early career because though I was around, though I was eating and drinking and shitting. I was not understanding basketball. See, that's another thing. When 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 we talk sports, we got to stop acting like we've been watching sports if we're 30. Let's say we've been watching sports for 25 years. No, you haven't. 
You weren't watching sports when you were five. You weren't watching sports, you know, you weren't interpreting sports and understanding it when you were five. You're not Christian McCaffrey. Cut it out. But what I'm saying is, for a guy like me, for a guy like myself, I would love to defend somebody the way people defend Michael Jordan. I Listen, if Patrick Mahomes were to get more championships than Goat Brady, I wouldn't even allow people to even speak of the times he was like, during the, 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 the years he was on the Kansas City Chiefs, I wouldn't allow people to even speak negatively of Patrick Mahomes. That's how bad, that's how much of a, of a, of a defender of Patrick Mahomes I'm going to be. I'm not going to be one of these fans that defends him here and there and says, oh, well, he had a bad time here. No, 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 no. I'm not here for the years. I'm not here for the years he didn't win. I'm here for all the years he does win. So if Patrick Mahomes surpasses the GOAT Brady, you can guarantee that this guy, J.I.G., will be his biggest fan. I will defend him amongst anyone. Because I cannot wait until I can defend someone the way people defend Michael Jordan. It doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter what stat it is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the context. Michael Jordan is still the GOAT. And that's what I cannot wait to really defend. Really defend a guy like that. He's setting himself apart. The Kansas City Chiefs right now, like I said, this was a this was a very lackluster offensive roster you look at some of the weapons that other teams had you look at some of the 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 assets that other quarterbacks have at their arsenal they just don't know what to do with them Patrick Mahomes just needs another receiver let them bring in another receiver it sounds like they're probably going to restructure the guy's contract so it makes sense it makes sense bring in some more help because you know eventually you're going to be losing people you got to keep Listen, you got him while he's hot. You got him while he's hot. Try to get you you, you got to try to get as much as you can. Because it's not every day you can get you a Patrick Mahomes. Like I said, it's Patrick Mahomes at 1 and then it's, you know, we we will discuss and debate about 2 3 4 5 6 7 8. But as far as the best quarterback in the NFL right now, it is Patrick Mahomes. And it's not close. It's not close. But on the other side, see, I've been seeing a lot of people say, well, he should have, Kyle Shanahan should have went for it. Listen, you know why he didn't go for it? It's because his quarterback is a game manager, not a game changer. If you got Patrick Mahomes, maybe you think about going for that. But you don't. You're going against that guy. So your, your job is to get points. Your job is to score points. If you mean to tell me I just... Listen, if I had to rely on that 49ers defense to bring me home a Super Bowl, winner take all, I would I would do the same thing if I was Shanahan. That's probably the smartest thing he's done as a coach right there. Take the points. As an listen, I know people like the you know, like the analytics of things, the percentages. That's all cute, man. But that doesn't come down to nothing. It don't mean nothing when it boils down to it. Fourth and four in the Super Bowl. Is not a 75% you're going to make it. It's at best 50-50. You're going against some dogs out there. You're going against somebody who's trying to reach immortality. I don't think people understand what these guys are willing to do to reach this thing called immortality. To win a Super Bowl. 
I don't think people really understand it because it's, it's something, it's something serious. It's something serious. Winning a Super Bowl or even going to a Super Bowl is not promised. Going to the playoffs is hard as shit, let alone winning a Super Bowl. So you take the points. But at this point, and I I hate to be the bearer of bad news. If you're if you're one of these people out here who are trying to find a way to blame Brock Purdy, I want you to go ahead and just walk off a bridge. Turnovers. Turnovers and coaching. That's what happened in that game. Kyle Shanahan got out-coached. Out Steve Wilkes got out-coached. They got out-coached on both sides of the ball. They were out-gained. They gave up more yards. It's just right there. It's right there in the stats. You got two turnovers. The Chiefs had one turnover. You had two. You had a Christian McCaffrey fumble, and then you had a muff punt. All in all, you were still in the game. The game manager did his job. He managed the game. It's on the coach. We have to look at the coach at this point. You don't, you don't, you have to find a way to get Debo the ball more. I don't understand what is wrong with running a screen. You we see the Chiefs run how many screens for Rasheed Rice every game? How many, how many catches of, of, of Rice's this playoffs were just, just straight quick screens? Just get the ball in his hands and see what he can do. That's what you have to do with Debo. If you can't get the ball to him and on, on on the intermediate routes, on these digs, on these out routes, and all this other stuff, line up in trips, put George Kittle's ass out there, put Brandon Ayuk out there, and then just run a couple. Get the ball in his hand. Put him in the backfield. Get the ball in Debo's hands more. This is on the coach. This is on the coaching. This is on the coaching. I'm sorry, it is. This ain't on none of the players. This whole we didn't know the rules of the Super Bowl. Once again, we're talking about the coaches. How do you not have your teams informed on the rules? How are they not informed that you're going against the team that is the reason for this said rule change? What are we talking about at this point? It's on the coach. The coach of the San Francisco 49ers has choked. They have lost three Super Bowls since their last win of 1994. They've lost three of them, and two of them are from him. The guy cannot get over the hump. In Atlanta, he was the offensive coordinator. I know he wasn't the head coach, but damn it, he was calling the plays. He, 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 he has a thing of refusing to run the football. Yesterday, he didn't refuse to run. He ran the ball, for, he ran the ball 31 times. But it's the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the intangibles. It's the little things. It's run-play selection. What are we doing? I don't know. But guess what you got? Another L, San Francisco. And we need to figure it out. Because now as this season is going, as this season is going on towards the offseason, which is a whole season of itself, as we look at Travis Kelsey at the uh, post-game podium telling people he's going to party his tail off, we are are now officially into the offseason. We are in NFL Drafts Watch. It's going to be interesting. But before we get there, before we get there, I want to talk about a couple teams that could be next. See, because I there's a trend that's been going on in the NFL the last few years. 
the last few years, if you, if you, if you really watch the game, it's coming down to which teams can either trade, sign, draft, or which quarterback can take the league. And that team is what's been getting to the Super Bowl. The Buccaneers, the Eagles, the Rams, and the 49ers are all those teams. Jalen Hurts and Brock Purdy both took significant great leaps in, the, in that second season, and they got their team to the Super Bowl. The Bucs and the Rams both had veteran quarterbacks that they signed in the offseason, they went all in for, and they got a Super Bowl out of it. Both of them. The last two major free agent signings, Matthew Stafford was a trade maybe. I think he was actually traded with golf. Either way, like I said, sign or trade. You bring in a veteran quarterback, you win you a chip. Now outside of the 49ers and Chiefs, in the NFC and the AFC, I'm going to start with the NFC. Here's some teams that I think are ready to take that next step. All right? Now, I got the Rams up here as far as taking that next step as far as they're going to make trades to do what they got to do. I think the Rams are a good team in the NFC, but I got them towards the bottom of this list. So they're at my five. Dallas is also down there at my five and Philly. I mean, at four, Philly at three. So those are my bottom. Now, quarterbacks looking to take Detroit. They're going to be looking for Jared Goff to take that next step. And if the Vikings, if the Vikings can sign them a solid quarterback, a good quarterback, they'll be all right. The Vikings are in a strange situation, in my opinion, because Kirk Cousins is a free agent and because Justin Jefferson needs his bread. So what are you willing to commit to? Are you willing to commit to the receiver or are you willing to commit to the quarterback? Because you don't necessarily have to commit to Kirk Cousins. You can go draft you a quarterback, but you're not going to be competing in the NFC. That's the thing. What do you want to do? Do you want to compete or do you want to build? Because you could probably go out there and find you a quarterback. You can re-sign Kirk, keep, keep him there, and still draft a quarterback and be all right. Or you can go all in on a quarterback, re-sign Justin Jefferson for a whole lot of money. Or you can do jigs option, I would trade Justin Jefferson. You can draft another Jeff, Justin Jefferson, but, but the capital you would get from him is more than trying to retain him. Because even if you bring back Kirk, you bring back the whole band, you, you, you try to make this work, what if it doesn't, and you just locked yourself up with a receiver, you're going to trade him anyways. So you might as well, I mean, if it's me, I'm trading him immediately seeing what I can get. But my team for the NFC... My sleeper for the NFC, if they can get them a quarterback via trade, the Saints. The Saints have a very good roster down there. You look at what they have at receiver. You look at what they have at running back, offensive line, tight end. They have a good roster. They just need a quarterback that doesn't turn the ball over. They remind me of similar of what the Buccaneers were. So maybe they're able to get them a, a veteran quarterback. Or maybe they're able to get them somebody. I like the Saints in the NFC. They have a solid, solid, solid defense. And that's and that's what you need. That's what you need. You need a very good defense. Both teams in the Super Bowl, very good defenses. I'm not saying the Saints have a defense on par with them, but I'm saying they do have a good defense. A good defense that you could rely on, and if your offense isn't turning the ball over, you'll be all right. Now it's more than likely going to have to come from a trade, because with the with, with the 
with a free agent market of Kirk Cousins and Ryan Tannehill at quarterback, it's going to be hard. You can try to get you a Baker Mayfield. You know, you can try to get you a Gardner Minshew, but those guys aren't going to put you over the hump. If you want to pull what the Buccaneers or the or the Rams did, I mean, you're going to have to trade. You're going to have to trade you for one. You're going to have to trade for one. You're not going to be able just to get one in free agency, unfortunately, because you heard the list. And none of those quarterbacks are better than the situation you have right now. That you know, Kirk Cousins is. Kirk Cousins is for sure. But you know, outside of that, we're debating. We're truly debating. So I like the Saints. I, Philly, man, Philly is an interesting team for me in the NFC because I don't know. I don't know if they have enough as far as the coaching. I don't know like the the, the game plan. They're a very run-heavy, run-heavy team, but their quarterback struggles with the deep ball, so he can't really he can't take the top off the defense, and that's what Jalen Hurts struggled with this year was taking the top off the defense. He's always struggled with that, even in his time at Alabama. Short and medium, he's a Heisman winner. You make him throw the long ball. And you you know you're gonna see some human you're gonna see some humanistic human characteristics because Superman's kryptonite is throwing the ball more than 20, 15, 20 yards down the field at a time bombs and that's what the Eagles struggle with so they're they're and their defense their defense got worse as, as the year go along so Philly for me I, I wouldn't be surprised I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles went backwards next year. Just because of everything I said, coaching, the way they, the way he calls plays. Now I'm not saying Jalen Hurts cannot make a deep ball. I'm not saying that. I want to be very clear with that. I'm not saying the guy can't go out there and put a ball in a bucket. But what I am saying is, if you're relying on Jalen Hurts to take shots to win you games, you're not going to win games. That's what I'm saying. So I think there's a coach out there who's more who's more balanced in his approach with his deep balls and his play action and all that. That's what I'm saying. So that's why I feel like Philly could go backwards. On the other side, the AFC, I think the biggest threat to the Chiefs right now are the Bengals. If the Bengals can hit the free agent market, if they can go out there and get them some good offensive line depth, if they can get T. Higgins back, if not, there's plenty of there's plenty of receivers in the draft. I think they'll be all right. The Chargers are another one. They got a new coach in Harbaugh. You know he's going to bring some new, some new, fun, innovative offensive schemes to this team. They're going to be smarter about going forward in their own in their own red zone. That defense was pretty solid. That defense is something you can work with. I like it. I like what they got going on out there with the Chargers. You bring in a nice, you bring in a a a a, a new coach. The players are really gonna love, man. They're really gonna love playing for him. I feel like they're projected in the draft to bring in Brock Bowers, tight end from Georgia. So you bring you mix Brock Bowers in with that situation. That's a it's a very potent offense right there, and that shit stank. 
You know what I mean? That's one of them offenses that you look up and they got 37 points put up on you. You know, that's an offense you look up and and they're scoring some type of points most drives. The Browns with that defense, I think anything is possible. I think it's really going to depend on massage oil. I think it's going to depend on if he can take a step forward. Once again, quarterback's taking a leap. Can he take a leap? Because right now, he's looking like a big waste of money. And all you can do is laugh about it. All you can do is laugh about it. So for that, it's just that simple with the Cleveland Browns. Can Deshaun Watson take a step further? Can he take a step forward? Can he go? Can he go? The Dolphins, same thing. It's, it's At this point, it's, it's time. It's time. We're done. We're we're genuinely done listening to the humbug. We are. It's coming down to two is not that good. Get them out of there. Let's go ahead and get you a quarterback. Because what's the excuse? It's been cold. Tua was out. So now at this point, how about you win most of your damn division games? Most of your conference games, you get yourself a home playoff game. How about that, Miami? Because really, the, I mean, the excuses that, that I'm hearing are still your fault. The only one that I give them a non-excuse for, or non-shit, I mean, a non-just just, just straight stoning, is when Tua was out. But this year, I'm not hearing it was cold. You had an opportunity at home. At home. You were in Miami versus the Buffalo Bills. All you had to do was win. All you had to do was win, and Patrick Mahomes is going to Miami first uh, for a wild card. It Shit's different when you're at home. So at this point, Miami, hey, I ask you, what are we doing? We better be figuring it the hell out because your coach can only be so cool. Eventually, all that cool shit's got to go out the window. What did my guy Howie say off of, off of bringing down the house? The cool points are out the window. You got me all types of deep in love. Go watch it. Great movie. Queen Latifah. Another team I got, the Jacksonville Jaguars. We got to see it. They started off strong. And they just, they went down, down, do 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 and down. And sugar, they did not go down swinging. They were the number one. Shout out to Fallout Boy. But listen, the Jaguars have to figure it out, man. They brought this coach in, Super Bowl winning coach. The coach that actually won with the Eagles. Gave him a, ru- a young roster. Young quarterback. Gave him some draft picks. Said, go out there and get us one. Come on, Doug, get us one. Let him draft his son. Come on, Doug, get us one. So now it's coming down to Doug. Are you going to get us one? Because at this point, Doug, ah, if you got to go, you got to go. Been there for a couple seasons now. NFL, the clock moves quickly. The The clock moves very quickly in the NFL, especially when you're not winning. And one of the worst things to do is start to win 
you know, and 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 the owner starts bringing in that fluffer, aka new contract, and right and and right when the fluffer starts to get going, there you go, you explode, right before the big scene. Good job. Now it's running all down your leg. Your team's spiraling, bro. You got to get it back up. You got to get it back up, but you can't. You done blew your wad. That's what happened with the Jacksonville Jaguars, folks. They blew their wad early, started spiraling, and they couldn't get it back up. Now, my sleeper for the AFC, my sleeper for the AFC is none other than that guy. If you haven't noticed, a lot of the AFC North has been in this episode. The Pittsburgh Steelers. They are my sleeper. Listen, if they, let's say the Vikings were to move on from Kirk Cousins. If I were the Pittsburgh Steelers and he, if he checked out all the boxes for health-wise, I would be picking up. I would be picking him up. I would be picking him up. Because at this point, why not? You have a talent roster. You have a good defense, a good offense, good special teams. You just need a very, very good quarterback. Kirk Cousins is very, very good in today's NFL. Before he got hurt, he was killing. And I think in Pittsburgh, he could do the same thing. And a team that I, I forgot, but it's an obvious, the New York Jets. If Aaron Rodgers comes back indeed healthy, if he comes back ready, which he should, he can't. He, I think that's the best thing for him with rushing back was that it gives him a full offseason slash year of being healthy and rehabilitating. So now he gets to like really get that confidence back, get that trust back in his Achilles. He's really not going to have, I don't think, I don't think, he'll take some mushrooms and get over it if he does, but I don't think he'll have any problems with really just getting back on the field as far as just, you know, jumping out the nest, you know, just walking out there. I don't think he'll have any problems because he's had that full year. And with this year, you know, with all this going on, you still got free agency. You still got Chris Jones, Kirk Cousins, Josh Allen, the DN, T. Higgins, Brian Burns, Justin Amuda from the Ravens, Christian Wilkes, Antonio Wilfield, Michael Pittman, Legereus Sneed, and Mike Evans. These are all free agents, folks. And they all need a home. They all need a home. So it's going to be a very fun offseason. I'm very, I'm very much hoping for an NBA-style offseason in the NFL. Usually the NFL's offseasons are real modest mouse. But I need, I need these things to I need these to be rancid. I need, I need to pick up and just be right in your face, punk rock. Please. Because the NFL draft, we got Chicago, Washington, New York, Arizona. The Chargers, Giants, Tennessee, Atlanta, Chicago again from their trade with Carolina, and then the Jets. So all these teams are looking to get better. A couple of these teams I named are for sleepers, for dark horses to even make it possible to promised land, depending on who they can get. Caleb Williams, Drake May, and Jaden Daniels are your projected top three. Three quarterbacks, one, two, three, gone. Marvin Harrison Jr., Brock Bowers, Malik Neighbors, Joe Alt, tackle, Dallas Turner, Romeo Aduze and another offensive tackle are all supposed to be going in the top 10. That's your top 10. So three quarterbacks, three receivers, 
Two offensive tackles, a tight end, and a defensive player. That's your projected top 10 before we do any combine stuff or any of that stuff. But this is certain, this is subject to change because no one knows because none of us are in that meeting room. Shout out to the Chiefs. Shout out to Chiefs Kingdom. Shout out to anybody that made some bread yesterday, man. If your ticket hit, congratulations. I'm happy for you. And if you followed us this weekend for college basketball, then yes, you made some money too. We were 6-1. and one. Yes, I said it. We were 6-1. and one. The show must go on. Follow us on Instagram to get those picks. College basketball picks are always going to be on Instagram. Once again, thanks for listening. This is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast. I am him, J-I-G. Subscribe, rate, and review. Please subscribe. The season one is coming to an end. It's coming to an end, and please come back for season two. Please come back for season two, but it's not done yet. This show is not done yet. Season one is not done yet. Once again, subscribe, rate, and review. And I am him, J-I-G. Peace.